Hi, I'm Robin Birkin. Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means knowing that true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to feel afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. And I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, and welcome again to the Fertility Warriors podcast. Today, this is a podcast request that I received on DM on Instagram. Please come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Robin Birkin, so I'm very easy to find. And I absolutely love connecting with you on Instagram. I try to post once a day. I have pep talks on my stories and things like that as well. So hopefully that's an inspirational place to find you. DM me anytime on Instagram. I love hearing your feedback, reviews, stories, all sorts on Instagram. So today's topic is how to recover from a miscarriage. And I have spoken about miscarriage before on the podcast. And if you know my story, you know that on my first IVF cycle, I had a miscarriage and it was kind of a defining point for me. It is probably one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through in my life. It really knocked me for six in life. I remember I would, you know, walk down the corridor at work just feeling like I'd been hit by a bus, feeling like I was in this massive fog and feeling like I was just trying to hide the tears, feeling like I could burst into tears at any moment. And for someone who thrives on being around people, this was a point in my life when I felt like I didn't really want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to share my journey with anyone. I was already blogging at this point about little bits of my journey, but this was like radio silence. I did not want to discuss this with anyone. I didn't want anyone's advice. I just wanted to crawl into a hole and die, really. I felt like I've just spent a lot of money and tried for two years and endured such heartbreak to only have my heart broken even further. I felt like I was already traveling at rock bottom and then I had the miscarriage and discovered a whole new low in life is pretty much how I felt. So if you are feeling in that space right now, know that you are not alone. Know that, you know, how you are feeling right now is completely valid and that you can feel however you want to feel. But here are some tips going forward on some tips on how I feel I can help you recover from a miscarriage. If you feel quite affected by a miscarriage, it's not something that you have to, you know, like I'm doing those quote fingers, is not something that you have to recover from. There will always be a small part of you that holds on to that miscarriage that has a space for that little flicker spark that was a little baby that didn't make it. So the first thing that I think is really important is to take some time to grieve. I don't think you need to bounce back. I think bounce back is a horrible word in our vocabulary. You don't need to bounce back. This might change you forever. And this is not saying you don't have to feel okay straight away. You don't need to get back on the bandwagon straight away. This is totally your journey to live. And I feel like you can take time to grieve. And however long that is for you, 
I had someone who I never told about the miscarriage, who obviously had big mouths around me, look at me one time and say, have you finished grieving yet? And I was really insulted and saddened by that because no, I hadn't. And I don't think you ever need to stop grieving. I definitely think that you need to take some time for yourself. Take a break, whether that's just mentally, whatever that is for you, take some time to breathe. It's a serious thing that's happened. Some people will have multiple miscarriages and deal with it and feel okay. Some people will have one miscarriage like me and feel quite deeply affected by that. And that's okay. This is your journey. This is how you feel. However long you want to grieve, if that's forever, that's fine. This might change you forever and that's fine. Take some time and take the time that you need. The next one is to be confident in your decisions. What Sometimes when we have a miscarriage, we need to make some quite big decisions on our journey. Whatever decision you make is the right decision for you and no one can tell you otherwise. And you may choose you know, because of that, because you don't want unwanted opinions that I want you to be confident in your decisions and it's okay to not tell other people the full story or to tell a white lie. Be confident in your decisions. You've acted on your gut. You've made the right decision. You might have trusted in your doctor uh, to give you some particular advice. Don't second guess yourself. I promise you've made the right decision in this. Whatever you are doing is the right thing to do because it's the right thing to do for you and because that's the path that you were guided on and what you have chosen. So you've never made the wrong decision, okay? The next one is to release any guilt or feelings that you could have done something differently. I think when we suffer a miscarriage, we all have that moment of wondering what we could have done differently. Was it something I ate? Did I exercise too much? Did I do something to cause this? You know, whatever it is, release it. Sometimes I'm not overly religious, but sometimes we can also say it was meant to be or it was God or have faith or it wasn't, all of those kind of things. I think sometimes just shitty things happen. Sometimes just really tough things happen and I don't think we need to analyze them. I don't think we need to spend ages and ages trying to make meaning out of them or trying to make them mean something or trying to find the purpose or the reason why things happen. Just sometimes really crappy things happen to us in life. And more often than not, we didn't do anything to cause that. If you are sitting here in bed wondering what you could have done differently, how you could have changed this story or this outcome, please stop. Now is a time for love, not a time for fear. Now is a time for you to love that little spark, love that baby, love your partner, love yourself. It's a time to wrap yourself up and give yourself love rather than giving yourself fear and shame and guilt and any of those emotions. Please don't wonder whether you could have done anything differently because I guarantee that in 99.9% of cases, it doesn't matter what you ate, what you exercised, you know, any of that kind of stuff. It was just a shitty thing that was going to happen. It was, you know, maybe it was a genetic abnormality, whatever it was, it was, you know, just something that was always going to happen. 
Number four is to create a little memento, whatever that looks like to you. That might mean buying a necklace. It might mean getting a tattoo. Maybe you get like a little love heart on a finger or something like that. But I think that some kind of memento or some kind of reminder, a loving reminder of what has happened can really help you grieve in this process because we never want to, you know, necessarily forget. I think sometimes as well, the scars that we have as warriors remind ourselves of our fight and our battle, but having a reminder can honour what has happened, can honour the little life that was inside you that, that didn't eventuate that didn't come to life. And I want you to also hold hope for the future as well, but creating a really loving memento, whether that, you know, as I say, is a necklace or a little tattoo or a crystal in your home or a ring or an anklet or charm or whatever that is for you. I think that can be a really beautiful thing that can help you remember, help you give, help give you space on that journey and help you move forward. And when we talk of moving forward Sometimes when people pass or things pass, it can really feel like we can't stop thinking about it. Sometimes we can feel really afraid to stop thinking about it. Sometimes it can feel like it's fogging up our mind and and we're not really thinking about anything productive. We're kind of just thinking and ruminating over it. And so sometimes I feel like a really positive thing to do can be to set a reminder on your phone for a five or 10 or 20 minute period every day that you will dedicate to holding space for that. So maybe you have had a stillbirth and you just feel like it clouds your thinking all the time. And it's, you know, like monkey mind thinking. It might cloud you with sadness all of the time. Something that might be helpful is to say, okay, from 4.30 to 5 p.m. every day, I am going to sit and focus on this and think about this and hold space for this little being. Um, And then what you do is the way that you go about your day, you know in your mind that you have dedicated some space and some time to think about what happened, whatever those thoughts may be, okay? Let your monkey mind roam free with these thoughts. But to have that time allocated, it's almost freeing you to go about the rest of your day when you are ready to move on to do whatever you need to do with the knowledge that you will have that time later to properly give space to those thoughts. The next one is a practical tip, and that is to really try and nourish your body. And by nourish, I mean like hearty blood building products. When we go through a miscarriage, we're obviously losing a lot of blood and things like that. It's not, I don't really feel like it's the time to go on like a big cleanse or anything like that. Let's just treat our bodies gently and try and have like really beautiful, hearty, fulfilling foods and blood building foods to help give us the energy that we have lost back on a physical level. So try and look at, you know, like what kind of hearty stews or soups, filling things can you look at eating in this time that will make you feel really good. The very, very last thing that I would recommend in terms of how to recover from a miscarriage is prayer, affirmations, and journaling. I think that prayer, whether it's to God or the gods or to Buddha or to the universe or to whoever you want to pray to, can be a really healing process. 
Likewise, can journaling, just being able to get those thoughts out on paper, get those thoughts out of your head and have some faith, you know, that the universe is working in some regard. And just to say affirmations, to remind yourself that things will be okay, to be your biggest cheerleader can be really healing. All of those three things are things that help you support yourself on this journey and help you emotionally heal from trauma. These are things that have really helped me in my life to recover from the various things that happen. So just to recap all of those points, take some time to grieve. Be confident in your decisions. You have made the right decisions. Release any guilt or feelings that you could have done anything differently. Create a memento. Make space in every day to think about this. Set an alarm on your phone that gives you a dedicated time and space that you can have a think about what's happened. Nourish your body with hearty blood-building products and prayers, affirmations and journaling. Just get out whatever it is on your mind. Start to try and focus on hope and what can happen in the future. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are recovering from a miscarriage, I am so sorry for your loss and sending you lots of love and support and care as you move forward from this experience. Thank you for tuning in and I hope to hear you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources and courses, To help you survive your journey, please head to robinberkin.com. And if you liked this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate and review it. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.